I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash at your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. And when you want gambling information from the best in the business, Nick Costos is the man. He's on the line right now. He's the host of You Better You Bet, and he's Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's analysis. It's easy. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Mr. Costos. Bill, what's going on, brother? Great to be on with you. Football Friday. Let's do it. Let's go. Um, I, I know you know this. So I know you saw the news, but just real quick so that the audience is aware, Mike White not cleared for the Jets. Zach Wilson going to start. Does that for you in any way adjust or change your perception on, on how to approach this, this game? Yeah, definitely, because I think, Bill, we basically had like a known quantity in Mike White um, starting for the Jets and a known quantity in Jared Goff starting for the Lions. So I think we could pretty much construct like a reasonable handicap for the game, like around like whichever side you like. And something that I think is really fun when we get to this time of year, Bill, in the NFL, there's so much data on all these teams that the point spreads are largely going to be right. And if they're off, they're not going to be off by that much. Just because, like, how, how could they be? So, like, I, I made Detroit a one-point favorite in the game. The Jets were a one-point favorite at the time when Mike White, we thought Mike White was going to start. So, basically, it's just, like, pick the winner of the game, and it gets really subjective, right? And that's what's fun, where you can kind of bet your opinion. Like, how do you think the game's going to play out? What I can tell you is, is if Mike White were going to start, uh, I love the Jets in the game. Uh, you know, Jared Goff's home road splits are pretty stark, and the Lions have been playing outstanding football here. But this is going to be a step up in class, playing against Jets defense and also playing outdoors. And uh, I'm here in the New York area, and it has been, like, rainy and cold like for, it feels like, a couple weeks now. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. But if it was going to be Mike White, I was going to be all about the Jets. Now with Zach Wilson set to start, it's an unknown quantity. And I understand that some people, Bill, will say, well, we know what Zach Wilson is. We know that he's bad. Well, I, I would posit, like, maybe that's true. But also, he's had a couple weeks to sit on the bench now. Like, reports have gotten out there that Wilson had kind of like a hitch in his delivery, which I think makes a lot of sense, right, given how bad he was. Like, he wasn't this bad in college. He was good enough that he was the second overall pick in the draft and maybe overdrafted, but still more talent than he was showing. So I think it's possible that the Lions' defense is bad. Like, they gave up seven yards per play to the Vikings last week. It's not like the Lions' defense is good. And I like some of these Jets' weapons, especially the rookie Gary Wilson. So I think if we got a Zach Wilson performance where he goes – 10 of 21 for 110 yards and two interceptions and get sacked five times. I wouldn't be surprised. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he goes like 17 of 22 for 250 and two touchdowns. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Just that I think it's enough of a plausible outcome that I think it makes the game really difficult to bet picking the winner. So what I would recommend here is if you can at the sports book of choice for us, it's bet MGM since they sponsored the show and help pay my bills. If you can tease either team up, 
especially the Lions, if that's probably not an option anymore, that's what I would look to do here. Otherwise, Bill, I feel like the game is now like way too volatile to try to give like a positive thought on. Nick Gostos here on the show. Nick, step into the, uh, not even an argument, just the conversation we all had about 20 minutes ago. The Dolphins look like they were going to be, they might have been one of the elite teams in the NFL with Tua. They have not played at that level the last couple weeks. That You mentioned the weather. They're going to play a very good Buffalo team, maybe an outstanding Buffalo team, in mis- potentially miserable conditions. What I see is that they're seven-point dogs. Do you think, do you like Miami just to cover here? Do you think they're a good enough football team to compete against that Buffalo team? I don't think Miami can win the game. I do think that there's an avenue to the Dolphins potentially covering. I wouldn't bet it. But, like, I do think they can cover, and it has nothing to do with Miami, and it has everything to do with the Bills' offense. And it's not that the Bills can't or won't win the Super Bowl. I still think Buffalo's the best team in the league. I would have them favored on a neutral field against any team in the league. But this offense has, has been struggling. And I don't know if they kind of give you as a better kind of like the confidence that you need in order to lay like a big number like this against an offensive Miami that can be explosive. Now, I think a lot of people are saying now, Bill, that the book is out on how to slow down the Miami offense, like get physical with Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddell. Also, like the weather might not help, especially if it's windy tomorrow night. I mean, Josh Allen can swing it through the wind. Tua Tagovailoa cannot. Good quarterback, but does not have that kind of arm. So if the wind's going to be really bad, that really helps Buffalo. So I think that if Miami does keep the game close, I think it'll be more about Buffalo's inability on offense to put the game away. But if you're asking me, like, who would I bet on in this game? I would only bet the Bills. My projected point spread in the game is Buffalo 7.5, so like a slight bit of value on Buffalo there. I also think teasing Buffalo is a really great idea, even if it's down to just minus one, where you basically just need the Bills to win the game. Moneyline parlay, put the Bills in all of them. I don't see a way that Miami wins the game. Maybe they keep it close, but I do not think that they're going to win. I, I think Buffalo extremely likely to win. All right, Nick, I, get, I asked you a couple questions. Now just, just take free reign here. What are some games, what are some things you see out there that you just like where you think there's some value? All right, well, let me, let me ask you this question because I think that, um, that a lot of people are kind of split on this game, and I'm, I'm, like, really confident in the side that I like here, and I'm starting, like, my confidence getting slightly shaken by the fact that no one agrees with me. So let me ask you what you think. Tomorrow, the Browns are playing the Ravens in Cleveland. Tyler Huntley's going to start. The point spread is Browns minus three. Who do you like in that game? I like the Ravens in that game. I actually bet on the Ravens in that game. Okay, well, I think a lot of people agree with you. I'm on the other side. So it's okay. more like I'm like, maybe I'm like way off here. I think, I think I'm right. I, I think that this point spread is crazy with the Browns and the Ravens. So maybe like we encounter a situation where like the Browns run defenses to Leakey and Dobbins and Edwards and Huntley have huge games running the ball. I just... I, I feel like this point spread absolutely has to be above three. And maybe Deshaun Watson just stinks and he won't be good again until next year. Maybe he'll never be good again. Like, maybe that's what's going to happen. But I thought he showed enough last week in the loss against Cincinnati where, like, the Browns lost that game by 13. But watching the game, they had a zillion opportunities, some, like, zany decisions by Kevin Stefanski, where I think if the game's a little closer, maybe people view this game differently here. Bill, I make the Browns more than a three-point favorite here. So I laid it with Cleveland. I actually laid two and a half. I thought that was nuts. So maybe I'm wrong here. Just wanted to give that context. I feel like everyone loves the Ravens except for me. But, uh, but I like the Cleveland Browns. Just a couple others here. The Eagles are at the Bears on Sunday. Philly's a nine-point road favorite. For me, this is Chicago or nothing. I don't think that the Bears will win. I like Eagles teasers down to minus two and a half when they were available. But this is like a big-time look-ahead spot for both the Eagles and the Cowboys. Those two teams play next Saturday, Christmas Eve, in Dallas. 
in a game that's probably going to, for Philly at least, decide a lot as to who the number one seed is going to be, NFC East champion, et cetera, right? So I think look-ahead spots for both of those teams. I like the Bears to cover, but I do think that Philadelphia is going to win. The Cowboys game against Jacksonville, give me the over in this game, Bill. Trevor Lawrence is playing at such an incredible level right now where it seems like, right, he's made his kind of awakening. The Cowboys have a bunch of injuries in the secondary. And on the flip side here for Dallas's offense against Jacksonville's defense, Derrick Henry was running wild through the Jaguars' defense last week. Put the ball on the ground a couple times in the second half, and Lawrence was unreal, giving Jacksonville that margin of victory. Like, what do we think Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard are going to do to this Jaguars' defense? So I think we're going to see a lot of points in this game. I actually like the over with the Cowboys and the Jaguars. Can roll through a couple other quick ones here. Pittsburgh is a three-point road underdog at Carolina. The reason why that number is three is because Mason Rudolph might start this game. So Kenny Pickett, second concussion of the year. There are Steelers players openly campaigning for Rudolph to start over Mitch Trubisky, which is why we've gotten this number to three. For me, it's like Sam Darnold is a three-point favorite. Like, no way. Just no way. No. I don't care who starts for Pittsburgh. So I'll take the three with the Steelers. And uh, one other one for you. Titans and the Chargers on Sunday in the City of Angels. If you can find a three on Tennessee, Tennessee plus three, the number's like in between two and a half and three right now. If you can get a three with the Titans, I think that's a very valuable bet. Like, it's one thing to, like, take points with the Chargers and, like, feel good about it. It's another thing for me, like, to feel good about laying points with the Chargers. Bad run defense. Derrick Henry on the other side. Titans plus three is the bet that I really like. It was actually the first bet that I placed this week in the NFL. Nick Costos on the show. Nick, turning to the World Cup, I, um, I'm extremely emotionally invested in Argentina. I, I desperately want Messi. Well, that's good, because I'm, I'm monetarily invested in Argentina, so you Are and you? I will ride together. I'm worried. Here's the thing. So I'm worried about France, man. Like, I'm just, I'm worried about France. Give me your, I, I love it. I love where this is going. Give me your analysis. Why the positivity? Why the money, it sounds like, on, on Argentina? So I, I think it's like a flip a coin winner of the game. Um, so a couple of things are true, right? And what I will use for like an American audience that may be like, and I'm American, so I don't mean to say it like that, but like maybe people that don't pay as close attention to soccer bill as like you or for I do. So. Yeah, for Tom. I, yeah. yeah. I, I look at France as almost being like the Tom Brady Patriots at this point, where when they play well, they will beat you. And when they play poorly, they will also beat you. Like they will find a way to win. I, I do not think that France has played great over the balance of this tournament. Um, they were definitely outplayed by England last Saturday in the quarterfinal and still managed to scratch out a 2-1 win. Like, Lloris, the goalie, makes big, big saves when it matters. They're supremely clutch up front. Giroud and Mbappe. And I actually think that Antoine Griezmann has been their best player in this tournament. I agree. Like, yeah. like moving from the role of, like, center forward to now, like, playmaker, I, I think he might be the best player. Well, Messi's been the best player. But besides for Messi, I think Griezmann's been the best player in this tournament. But on the flip side here, so Argentina lost its, the opener, right? Like the, their first game in the group stage, Saudi Arabia. They lost that game 2-1. Also, they had three goals disallowed due to offsides in that game. Since then, I don't even think it's a question. Argentina's been the best team in the tournament since that loss to Saudi Arabia. Haven't lost since then. And Messi's been the best player in the tournament. So you kind of have these two things conflicting, right? You have the best team with the best player in Argentina, but you have this team that, like, basically never – I guess they lost to Switzerland in the Euros last, last year. Like, this team that basically, like, never loses when it matters the most. So, what, which do you think wins out? For me, I, I think that Messi and Argentina get it done. But I do think that there's a reason why it's minus 110 both ways. Basically, it's like the sports books are saying, we don't know what the hell's going to happen here. Flip a coin and pick the winner. 
I'll take the best player. I'll take the best team. Vamos Argentina coming up on Sunday against France. I love it. I mean, dude, I am. I am. I'm not. Gonna, I don't even think I'm going to bet on it because I'm weirdly. Oh, you would think I'm from Argentina. Is how committed I am. I am thinking about betting the stupidest game in sports, which is the third place game. The the I, I, it's tomorrow. It's so dumb, but whatever. Wow. It's it's on. How how do you how do you try and evaluate whatever emotional reality there is for these for these two teams? that really, really are heartbroken but playing in a game for third place that I have to think for some of them feels like torture. Okay, so like Army-Navy, right? When that game comes up every year, what do you hear every single year? Like, bet the under, right? I know I know it went over last week, but like, it's always like under and service academies games. Every four years, third place game in the World Cup, bet the over. These games are, the stakes are not high. Like, you get nothing basically, right, if you win other than pride. These games are generally a lot more wide open. Like, Argentina and France might be nil-nil after 120 minutes, and there's firepower on both sides because the game's going to be really, like, tense, right? There's a, the stakes are really high. In the third-place games, I think these teams are going to have – like, they're going to let it all hang out. For Croatia, this is the end of their golden generation, right? This is going to be the last one for Luka Modric and company, right? So Croatia are going to want to go out on a high note. And on the flip side here for Morocco, first African nation to make it to the semifinals of a World Cup, we think they want to bow out and like not play like attacking football coming up tomorrow against Croatia. I would bet over two and a half in the game and feel really good about it. And Bill, off of this, I can, I give you, can I give you one award bet? that I feel like is mispriced right now in the World yeah. Cup, where I actually yeah. get major betting opportunity. So you can find this. It should be basically at every sports book. Golden Glove is the best goalie of the tournament, right? So Thibaut Courtois of Belgium won it last, uh, last World Cup. They, Belgium didn't make the final. They lost in the third-place game. Right now, the guy that, that we think on You Better You Bet is most likely to win the award, Lovacovic, the Croatian keeper, has the longest odds to win. He also has like three times more saves than any of the other goalies in the tournament. Lloris hasn't really done much. Emiliano Martinez hasn't really done much. And Morocco's goalie, Bono, has been bad. Like, he actually hasn't even been good. So I, I think the guy that's the longest odds is actually the most likely to win when it's all said and done in Lovakovic. He's like five or six to one. I'm not saying, like, put your life savings on it. The holidays are right around the corner. But <laughs> I do think that it's worth some kind of monetary wager, depending on how much you're, you're willing to risk. All right, Nick, last one for you. Uh, real tree or fake tree? Um, I like both. I don't know if I want to give you, I, 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 when I was a kid, I loved the real tree, but now that I'm an adult and I have to like take care of the tree, I think I prefer a fake tree as an adult. Wow. Wow. Bah humbug to both you and DC. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's like, I'm lazy, you know, it's like whatever makes my life easier. Fake tree <laughs> makes my life easier. <laughs> I understand. Hey buddy. Uh, that was great stuff, man. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you next week. If you're around, thanks as always for, uh, for making time. You got it, Bill. Wishing you guys and all your great listeners minimal sweats when he bets. The absolute very best luck. And again, like, let's vamos Argentina, baby. Let's go. Vamos Argentina! Oh, let's go. That was the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Love me some Nick Costos. Great dude, man. Talented guy. Good guy. Love having him on the show. Also, I like that he just kind of reinforces for thing for Tom. Doesn't it feel like he comes to your defense unknowingly a lot? He comes to my defense a lot. The one time he ripped me, man, did he rip me. He, uh, yeah, when uh, I believe it was when I was wearing a sweatshirt to work and I wanted to hide the fact that I was, you know, not exactly dressed up. Uh, yeah, he really leaned into it. 
Was that in person or is that on the air? He, no, no, he, he made he made fun of Bogish in person, right to his face, like like six inches from his face, which I thought was the best thing I've ever I ever saw in my life. <laughs> Nick will go after you if he feels like it. Um, buy or sell, little 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 sprinkle of Christmas magic on buy or sell. It's uh, headlines from sports and a take on each one. If we actually get to it, unlike yesterday, what's going to happen? Is it the ghost of buy or sell, past, present, or future? That was terrible. We'll find out next on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. It really is unfair how bad that take seemed and how great and brilliant it might have been if Trey Lance hadn't gotten hurt, Diesel. For those of you that don't know this, D-Cell, a while ago, before the season, maybe last year, I can't remember, said that he would take Trey Lance over Tom Brady. And we, we were pretty kind in our in our disagreement, but, but firm while loving. Had Trey Lance stayed healthy, man, you might have been, it might have been a daily D-Cell celebration for you. I mean, I think Kyle Shanahan is proving all you have to be in his system is not terrible. Don't lose the game for us, so we got a chance because our defense is absolutely stacked. Could also go the other way. Uh, yeah, he could be absolutely terrible and not even, you know, be a system quarterback. And Brady could 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 be a Niners quarterback at some point. Do you still think that's happening? By the way, I don't think it's happening. But he sounds so miserable all the time. He clearly doesn't like being there. They're not winning. Nothing would surprise me. Nothing would surprise you know what would surprise me if we got through by ourselves. Because we yesterday how many questions <laughs> we get to? Uh, one. Uno, one, singular. One. That- Should we do it? Me, you, and, and Bogish? Try to get through more than one question? Yeah, by the way, Bogish, next week we're gonna redo by ourselves on Friday. We're gonna call it Candy Canes or Coal or something. If you have any suggestions on what the terms should be. We're we're still working on it. <laughs> we're workshopping. You got it. All right. Elf or shelf? Elf or sh- ooh, is shelf but then shelf is shelf bad? Yeah, like you put it on the shelf. We're going to shelve that for a minute. All right. I'm trying to think of one that I can throw with. Ooh, let's do snow or sleet now. 
What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition no. of Buy or Sell no. on Writer Than You. Talk to the imaging. Good at radio. So is snow the good one, sleet's the bad one? I don't think it works. We got what some. What about like just candy can- gumdrops or, or coal? You're still hung up on these gumdrops. I don't what think about- gumdrops are, are popular anymore. <laughs> what about cocoa or coal? No. I mean, you need to, it needs to be short. Like, buy or sell, they're quick words. So, candy can and gumdrops is too much. Sugar or so salt? Like, or, like, gift or gift or return. Like, take it back to the store. Uh, no? It's not catchy enough. What's your suggestion? Uh, that we continue <laughs> to workshop it. That's my suggestion. <laughs> Let's, we'll keep Santa's workshopping it. All right. Earlier this that was bad too. I'll just sign <laughs> off. You guys finish. Earlier this week, we discussed Cowboys stud linebacker Micah Parsons questioning if Jalen Hurts should be in the MVP discussion. Well, yesterday Parsons attempted to walk it back, saying, "Quote: Obviously, they took a small clip and just took one line of what was really being talked about. No disrespect to Hurts. I think he's doing a great job this year." End quote. Buy or sell Micah Parsons walking his Jalen Hurts comments back. Well, I haven't heard the full interview, so you tell me. I mean, is it... He did say, in part, he did say Hurts is playing well. He did, as we played for you, I think yesterday, he was questioning whether he was a system quarterback or it's all because of Hurts. You love this topic. This is one of every week there's topics that D-Cell... Just like a I really gravitate to like two things, and I want to talk about it all week. I love it. So you, you know what? You answer it. Buy or sell, D sell that Micah. Buy or sell Micah Parsons walking back his Jalen Hurts comments. Sell. He meant what he said, and I wish he would own it. Like it was supposed to be disrespect. And the one, the one bit of credit I will give him is he said this before they play each other. They are playing each other on Christmas Eve. So he is going to have to back this up so it doesn't you know, you know, blow up in his face. He didn't say it after the fact, after they beat him by three touchdowns. But he meant it. He meant what he said. Just own it. It was disrespectful, and he knows it. And the clip wasn't one sentence long. The clip had some length to it. He might have said other things, but the he, clip played out with him saying... Is it him or the system? I think it's the system. I mean, he, he said does, what he said. He does say that Hurts is a good player, though. He did say that. Right. But he also said it's about everybody else around him. Who was the who was the Ranger that made fun of Rudolph? <laughs> was uh, there one? I don't think any of them were the nice charge? to him. Is there like a jerk Ranger? Because it could be Rudolph or Donner. It wouldn't work with it. Prancer? I don't know. How would your no- your nose glow red? Like, how does that even happen? Uh, this will be played back next week, Bogus, when, when we play that montage of weird things that Bill says. Yeah. This will be a part of it. Yeah. Yesterday's elf no- question should be as well. I would agree. What was the elf question? When I asked how the elf gets back and forth? Uh, I also vaguely remember something about mermaids. Being yes. involved, that will that will make it. Mermaids or or Bigfoot? Ah, yes. Thank you. That's a good question. That's a good segment. Mermaid or Bigfoot? Yeah. Which one's the good one? That's up to you. 
I don't know what's happening anymore. Again, we're stuck on question one. Uh, buy or sell Micah Parsons walking back his Jalen Hurts comments. Oh, I'm still answering? Uh, I, d- I don't believe you've answered the question. Sell. Sell. You talk me into it. All right, let's continue in the NFL. Is there like an evil, like what about Santa, buy or sell? Santa or Slay? No, that's not. Slay's a good thing. Yeah. Santa's a good thing. It's really like Cole. It's like Cole's the only one. one. I need, we said that rhymes with or has alliteration with Cole. It's like Coco or Cole. Hot Coco? No? Bogus doesn't seem happy about it. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> it may not work. All right, let's stay in the My NFL here, or let's try to stay in the NFL here. The Browns are hosting the Ravens tomorrow, and Cleveland is three-point favorites as Baltimore will be without Lamar Jackson. However, in their last two games, Baltimore has only allowed 23 points combined. Buy or sell Deshaun Watson and the Browns beating the Ravens tomorrow. I'll buy you just made bogus yawn. No, no, no. That was a a sarcastic opening of my mouth. Like, wow, 23 points in their last three games. Because I love when D-Sale oversells things. (laughs) Come on, that's not impressive. Like, 23 points in two games? And get this. 23 points... You heard me right. In the last three games total, I said total. Now, I know you're not here on Monday or Friday. What about Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? Can we make that happen? Like, next, why week. Are, what, next week. Next week. What is here. wrong with allowing 23 points in two games? Like, that's impressive. It is. I. Their defense had been giving up fourth quarter leagues all season long. They lose Lamar Jackson, and now they step up. Like, that's a big deal. Diesel. I'm not. No, you got me all worked up. I now. know, but I'm not arguing with the Ravens' defense. I'm. I like when you emphasize the things that Clear, matter most to you. Clearly, why does it matter most to me? In that question, that's. I didn't even realize this. I went because he said it. Twenty-three points in oh. the last week. I went. Oh, you were in awe. Yes, I wasn't yawning. I'm not an Sorry. animal. I would cover my face if I was yawning. Only how many points in two games? Twenty-three points. Twenty-three and three games. They combined. Combined. Put them together. <laughs> um, I will sell. What happened to the holiday spirit around here? I have it. Sell. I think the Ravens are going to win. I'm on the opposite side of Nick Costos. I think Deshaun Watson looks like hot garbage, and I happen to love it. And I don't know if you know this, guys. The Ravens have allowed twenty-three points combined their last two games. I mean, come on. Come You're on. a lie. Who told you that? That's a that's a bit of a kerfuffle for the Browns to try and get through. Such an underrated word, kerfuffle. The Browns are gonna they're going to I think I mean Deshaun Watson's clearly gonna figure it out at some point. I'm not sure it's this week against this team. It's really tough because I think it's gonna be a really bad game, but I, I like I like the Ravens. I was in such a good mood too, and Bogus really ruined that for me. It's Friday. I think he's- Sorry. I liked it. I liked your question. I thought it was really well done. The question was good. It was about the execution, the delivery of the question. I enjoyed it. It's a compliment. <sighs> I don't believe you. Don't. Santa or Grinch. Oh, Grinch is a good one. Grinch or Cole. Those Santa are... or, or Grinch. Because I was thinking Bogus is being all Grinchy. And I'm being more Santa-like. I think we can use that one. Santa or Grinch. I don't know if I can get imaging for Grinch or Santa, though. So I'll just, uh, I clearly tough. am good at jumping in on the imaging and timing it well. <laughs> All right, let's continue in the NFL here. On Sunday, the 3-10 and Broncos host the 4-9 and Cardinals. And as we know, Arizona will be without Kyler Murray. While Russell Wilson was limited at practice yesterday for Denver as he progresses through concussion protocol. 
buy or sell the Broncos are in a worse position moving forward in the future than the Cardinals are? What a depressing question for both those teams. It's a good one. To answer this, a little factoid, you guys may not know this. Over the last two games, Baltimore's only allowed 23 points combined. I think it's three games, isn't it, Diesel? Is it three games or two? Uh, it's two. They oh, gave up two. nine and then 14. That totals 23. Correct. yawning to hear it was two games. I mean, awing. I, I, I don't know what you guys want from me. I, I'm not doing it. Oh, I did it this time. It made it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do it. I am doing it. Um, it's a great it's a really it's a really good question. I think Like is Russell Wilson really gonna be this bad? I'm gonna buy the Broncos are in a worse position. Bye. Obviously if this it's tough though, Andrew and Tom. Like because they both have the quarterback signed long term. They both look like they're gonna have new head coaches. They're both in really, really bad spots. So Russell Wilson is a um is a goofball. That's a really nice way of putting it. Kyler Murray seems like um is malcontent too strong? He doesn't seem like a great chemistry guy. I, I think it's too strong. I think that's a to me that's a serious a serious thing. Statement. He doesn't he obviously doesn't study the tape enough because they put it in his contract. He gets into it with guys. He looks disinterested sometimes. Maybe he lacks leadership skills. Is that the is that a better Yeah, which is not great for a quarterback. ACL. Yeah. If you guys had to pick one of these teams over the next two or three or four years. I, I mean, mean, Russell Wilson's got to be able to turn it around with a different coach, right? I'm, I'm going to go Arizona. In worse shape? Yeah, no, I, I, I would I would take Arizona. Oh, yeah, just, I think Russ is washed. At, at least Kyler I could point to his age. Like, I, I, I don't know what else I could point to in Denver and say, this is why I have confidence. Well, they can play defense in Denver. Yeah. They don't necessarily do that in Arizona. And as bad as Cliff Kingsbury seems to be as a head coach, he's probably better than Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, this is a really difficult question. There are no winners in this question. I, I think it really, the, the actual answer, I think, comes down to whether one of the two organizations separates themselves with a, with a markedly better coaching hire. But I think if you hire the right guy, Unlikely though it seems, it seems reasonable that that person could get something out of either of these quarterbacks. Maybe. Unless you think Russ is actually just fully washed. I think he's done. I mean, maybe I'll <sighs> maybe I'll look like uh, a doofus next year if he turns it around again. But, like, as you guys pointed out, this defense is elite. Like, they're allowing 9, 10 points a game. This this offense can't do anything. Anything. It's it, 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 It's bad. Diesel Russell Wilson or a one-legged Trey Lance? Ooh, I'm going to go with a one-legged Trey Lance. Wow, okay. Yeah. System if quarterback. Russell Wilson, this would never happen, his contract. I'm just saying, if Russell Wilson were to go to the Niners or be coached by Kyle Shanahan, you think he'd still be washed? I do, because I think part of it for Russ is he has that ego still. Like, he doesn't think he's washed. Like, he went right. to Denver to win MVPs. Like, that's why he left Seattle. He wanted to cook. cook. Exactly. Exactly. Turns out he can't can't cook. Yep. Exactly. And I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I think you're right.
All right, let's get to some NBA here. The Miami Heat got themselves back to 500 last night with their win over the Rockets. Now, in the process, Tyler Hero knocked down 10 three-pointers and finished with 41 points. And if we go back to Wednesday night, Hero hit another nine three-pointers against Oklahoma City. Buy or sell that the Miami Heat need Tyler Hero to be an elite scorer to be a contender in the East. Yeah, you buy. You you hit the buy. nail on me. And he's been really, really good of late. As you know. And he's not and he's starting. He was the sixth man of the year last year. So the big debate and argument in Miami has been should they just take him back to the bench to get him back to his level. And I think we I, I can't remember if it's on this show or it's on CBS Sports HQ. I apologize for that, but I I certainly have discussed somewhere that the Heat are just missing offense and they're good defensively and they 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 win some game in the 80s and they just needed a spark. This needs to be the spark. Jimmy Butler is going to play really good basketball in the playoffs if he's healthy. They need somebody and it can be Bam, but if Tyler Hero can shoot, man, not even this, not 9-10-3. Just if he can shoot, if he can space the floor, if he can be an outlet, if he can be an offensive weapon, I do think because of their experience in the postseason that, that Miami can be on the outside of this, but I think they can be a contender. All right, let's squeeze in some baseball. The Yankees bolstered their starting rotation yesterday as they signed Carlos Rodon to a six-year, $162 million deal. Now the 30-year-old Rodon finished last season 14-8, and with a 2.88 ERA for the San Francisco Giants. But Rodon has only made 25 starts in a season twice out of his eight years in Major League Baseball. Buy or sell that Carlos Rodon will be an elite pitcher for the Yankees. Wait, how many? Uh, two out of eight. And one of those eight seasons was the COVID year. So I guess I should two say two out, out of, of two out of seven. Because the COVID year, there, there's obviously no way you could make 25 starts. He's a lefty. That has value. Bogus, where are you coming down on this? He was pretty pre- uh, pedestrian during his time with the White Sox. The thing. Oh. He's been good for the last two years after Tommy John surgery. Yes. So maybe that has changed something for him. I mean, I. He's a good pitcher. And the fact that he's not being asked to be their number one guy is the best part of this. And they didn't spend $200 million, which apparently is what he wanted. So I don't know if that was true or not, or if he I mean, he's gave getting, up that, and he blinked that fast. But And it's about the playoffs, right? Like, him, he's important in a playoff rotation. Yes, him and Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez, that's a pretty good threesome. And then Frankie Montes has the ability to maybe fix, fix some things and be a good number four. The Yankees are better, but they still need to rework their their lineup and the rest of their, you know, that part of their roster. Elite is, here's the thing. I'm going to sell it for this reason. And you guys jump in if you agree or disagree, but I don't think he needs to be elite. I just think he needs to be healthy. It would be fun. It would be great if he pitched the way that he did last year, but the Yankees just need reliable arms. Like, just be solid. Be be really good and be available. And that's probably going to be a, Enough for the Yankees to be really formidable. Maybe I'm being pitching in the playoffs. Maybe I'm being too much of a get off my lawn guy. But when you're getting 27 million dollars for six years, like you gotta be. Like I just I can't wrap my head around that. Like the market now, you gotta be better than pedestrian. What did Verlander just get per year? 
43. 40? Yes. 43. But don't don't count him. Like, Chris Bassett got 21 mil a year from Toronto. I thought Bassett was a steal, by the way. Um, that, that seemed low to me, too, based on what he did last year as a Met, seeing him up close um, for an entire season. So this yes. is, I mean, this is, he needs to be more, Diesel's not wrong. Like, he needs to be more than pedestrian for the Yankees. But he, he was, doesn't need he, to carry, it's not like he's pitching for, I'm trying to think of teams that are sort of on the cusp. He's not pitching for, you know, the, he's not pitching for the Brewers. He's not pitching for, for the Angels, right, where they're like, we really need you to be at an ace well, level and go out there and just, like, win games on your own sometimes and shut. I think he's just, he's a really nice piece to a, to what is a, an improved rotation because he's there. That's what he did well, though. He was the Giants ace last year, Fair. which is why he's getting paid now. I think the question yeah. is whether he could, he's, that's him long term or that's him last year. So I think the Yanks slot him into the right spot as their number three guy. The Giants, though, have become kind of, kind of what the Astros were for a while, and not just with pitchers. Like, guys go there. And whatever Farhan Zaidi is able to see, I don't even think he's their GM. I think he's like the president of baseball ops now. But basically their decision maker. And Gabe Kapler, like they take guys and they resurrect careers. They create careers out of no. I mean, San Francisco's figured something out. Am I the only one scratching my head, though, that San Francisco was more than willing to spend money this offseason but was not interested in signing Carlos Rodon? Yeah, it is. Like, doesn't that raise a red flag to anybody else? It is interesting. Well, you don't know that he didn't want to sign with them. They might have been willing to give him give him he something the same down. like this. He could have been like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be the third best team in the, in the is, NL West. Is he 30? Uh, he is 30 years old, yes. I mean, the other thing is Andrew Friedman's entire maxim is don't give guys contracts into their third. Like when they're, That's why Granke went somewhere else years ago. And, and Zaidi worked under him for years. Maybe it's a similar flaw. I don't know enough about the Giants, but maybe it's a similar, similar philosophy. He just doesn't want guys in their 30s with histories of, of, of issues. Happy, Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, Bill. Yeah, buddy. Not to you, Bogus. You, That's uh, fine. You, you made fun of me too much in yeah. that segment. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of Christmas spirit. Uh, Bogus, have a wonderful weekend. Hey, you too. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Can't wait. What? Oh, yeah, see you Tuesday. I'll have a three-day weekend. What do you want for Christmas? What are you looking for? What are you after? I just, shopping. I just want D-Sales friendship. That, what store does that come from? I, you know what? I can't get you the impossible, my friend, but I'll try to, you know, maybe, maybe some stickers. That's fine. Or a card. Or a cool t-shirt from Hot Topic. I'll settle for that. Oh, Is that still topic? around? I think so. Really? Yeah. yeah, I'll shop there for my kids, get some stuff for them. Yeah. What about, would you like for Christmas the shortest segment in radio history, just to make D-Cell uncomfortable? Yeah, um, no? Yeah, no. Leave, no. Okay. Leave D-Cell alone. In that case, we're doing Bum of the Week after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogut. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Friday this season for the first time. You can hear every Westwood NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers. And every postseason game, catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free. And get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hi, Tom. Hi, Diesel. What's up, buddy? Bill, what's going on? Happy holiday season. I love that you love Christmas, man. That's awesome. Doesn't everybody love Christmas? I do. I love this time of year. I love this time of year. You know what we should do? We should really call out the bah humbugs of the world. Make them, hold them to account. We have a segment for that. Hallelujah, I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. I've got two leaders in the clubhouse here, but if you have any nominees you want to throw into the mix, D-Cell, no pressure. But if you got anybody, fire away, buddy. I got two, and I don't right. know that either of them should be the leader in the clubhouse, but they certainly need to be nominated. I'm going to go with uh, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. You God, can't oh, yeah. walk back your comments. You meant what you said. That's why you said it. It's how you feel. And by the way, some people think you're right. Some people think you're wrong, but don't walk it back. <sighs> I hate when I hate when professional athletes do that. Micah Parsons is number one for me, and then number like two, Andrew Bogish. The guy mm. gets on me. He did. Almost every single day, either about my questions for buy or sell, my cadence, my pronunciations. Like, enough, dude. Leave me alone. I thought he was unfair today. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I like the passion. It made me laugh. I'm also going to nominate in this category people that aren't going to win. I'm going to nominate Richard Sherman. I don't know if you saw this. He went on a radio show in Seattle in person and told the host to go away. Bro. No. Come on, man. But the two, it's a its a two-person battle. One is CP3. Throwing his elbow up, hitting people in the face, playing dirty. Phony. Holding Caulfield. Called it. Those you-know-what phonies. And the other is Greg Berhalter for throwing Gio Reyna under the bus. You know what? Greg Berhalter, you overrated good for almost nothing shouldn't be in charge of the U.S. men's national team head coach whatever the issues with a 20 year old player who's one of the future cornerstones of the men's national team how dare you disparage his reputation and create a situation where people don't know whether or not to trust this kid he's 20 you had leadership it was your job Burhalter you've always been kind of a bum now you're the bum of the week bro that's your bomb of the Sucker! week. I you. On lighter than you. 
really get into talking over the imaging, and I can tell you love it. Uh, I haven't said anything, so would it be my face that gives it your away? Your facial expressions. Got Dude, it. You gotta get a, you gotta get a real tree for Will. You just got it. You just come home with one. Do just I need, come home with one now? Do I need to wait until he's a little older? Yeah, I wouldn't do it now. I think I think four or five. Just give. You gotta, he's got to experience it once, right? You don't want him, you know, thirty years from now. When he's doing whatever he's doing, be around the water cooler. And people say, well, you know, what's your, how do you go with the whole tree thing? Like, well, I've never had a real tree because dad didn't want to have to deal with it. Yeah, because my dad gave uh, his tree growing up. He gave it Sprite every day and uh, it didn't work out well. You got to experience a real tree as a kid. I just think he should experience it too. And then just a couple years, then you can go back to the fake tree. He's not going to let you, but you can. You know what? That's a fair point. Yeah. I, I can't dismiss anything you just said there. Also, I think chocolate fudge is crazy overrated. I think it actually doesn't taste very good. What? It's too rich. Just give me chocolate. You don't like chocolate fudge? <laughs> it's too much, man. What? Uh, maybe peanut butter that fudge. Can't That's be just... a, that can't be a thing. It's a real deal. When do you ever eat chocolate fudge? It's not Christmas time. Find me another human that agrees with you. I mean, I think most humans do. No way! No one eats it. That's not. Pu- you can't send me into the weekend saying you no don't want like chocolate fudge. fudge. No one eats fudge. No one eats chocolate fudge. When's the last time you had chocolate fudge? That wasn't I don't last know, week? but the last time I had it, I loved it. Yeah, if you did, you'd go back to it more often. You think you love it? You've been tricked. You've already ruined my weekend. Merry Christmas, pal. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here Monday on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.